get to practice in the first um, couple limbs of yoga non-judgment right and compassion towards other people and knowing that like don't seek joy from other people don't speak seek joy yeah. from the another person worshiping the same thing you do and it's when I say worship because if it makes you happy do it and like yeah it, Hello, and thank you for joining us on Posh Talks Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Women Living Intentional, a group created for those who are looking and ready to live in purpose. Now over to your host, Tayani Tellis. Hello, and welcome to Posh Talks Podcast, where living intentional consists of high vibes and posh lifestyles. I'm your host, Tayani Tellis, and today's episode is a life-changing experience, yoga and meditation. Now, before we get into today's episode, this podcast is sponsored by Intentional Investments. Our Posh Pass Atlanta retreat is happening August 31st, 2019 through September 1st, 2019. Come out and learn how to get crystal clear on how to scale your business. We will have social media workshops, brand strategy sessions, affirmations and manifestation sessions, and to close, brunch at one of the hottest spots in downtown Atlanta. Now, Alyssa states, I express love in many aspects of my life and yoga is one of the most rewarding ones. Practicing, watching, teaching, or studying it, I love it all. Yoga is self-love, self-worth, and self-awareness. I believe every soul wants to love and be loved. Yoga helps us unfold the layers covering our heart that are stopping us from loving at our full capacity. And who doesn't want that? Hello, listen. Thank you so much for being a part of today's episode. How are you? Thank you so much, T, for having me. So good. Yes, yes, Lisa. So I know you told them on IGTV a little bit about yourself, but could you just tell us a little bit about your journey into yoga again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So I started, some of y'all might can relate if you've been on a yoga journey already or thinking about it. It's just you're at a point in your life and I was tired, I had fatigue, I... Yeah, it was just like feeling run down. Right. And I, I was at college in college at the time, um, nineteen, and so I saw yoga on a schedule, and I was like, "Let me try this out." And tried it out one class, and had fallen asleep in the end of the class where you lay down and you just get to rest. And for me, that was pretty profound because it usually took me so long to fall asleep. And so after that, I was just started coming back day in and day out actually it was started like once a week right (laughs) and then um but what it taught me was when I say self-awareness was just really learn about where you're holding tension right I remember the teacher asked me to like move my pinky toe and I couldn't and I was like what you just like (laughs) right you get we get so caught up in the day-to-day that I we lose connection with ourselves so you yoga means union to yoke So you get that connection mind to body. Like, can I wiggle my toes? Can I relax my shoulders? Am I holding tension? Am I engaging my core? All these things, so union to body and then also to my spirit. Like you have stated, like you start to get really clear in your yoga practice in that silence of what do I really want? What do I care about? So that all those things started to happen. I started noticing I was calmer, less reactive, um, sleeping better, more at peace, breathing deeper. All these benefits just right. really tenfold happen. And 
It was magical. I recommend it to every single soul. <laughs> Me too. I vouch for her. <laughs> so, I mean, can you break down, like, a couple of the different styles of yogas for those who are new to yoga and, like, I want to explore, you know, or try this out. However, I don't know what fits me best. Mm, great question. Um, nowadays, especially in our Western society, there are so many different yoga styles so I always tell people if you tried one and didn't enjoy it try something else okay one a a guru here from India who's in the states said if it doesn't change your life it's not yoga right so give it another chance so there's there's all the way from trap yoga if you're like I don't know (laughs) what yoga is but I love some R&B or hip hop music right. or trap music go for it like if that's gonna bring you to your yoga mat and all of a sudden you get to reap the benefits right go do it um ask me for recommendations later I'll tell you some great yogi teachers who do that if you are an ex-athlete and you love high intensity I would say Bikram yoga it's a hot yoga um it gives you that mental challenge physical challenge that's gonna let you just reap huge benefits. It's super restorative, super healing. You can heal many injuries in that class. If you're looking more for a workout, power yoga is your place. If you're looking for a connection to self, self-love, unconditional love, service, how can you connect to the universe more? I would say bhakti yoga, ashtanga yoga, more yoga with stillness, with breath, if you're really wanting to deepen your spiritual practice. And when I say spiritual, I don't mean religious. I mean right. connection with something higher than you, that inner light inside you. Um, that's the yoga... I, I have trainings in all, all those styles I mentioned, I have different trainings in, and so what I love about Avo Yoga and where I'm teaching at now is we're just combining all of them. So, right. like I said, there's a ton of different styles. Definitely. Keep trying them out. Different teachers. Find what works for you. Yeah. Yeah. There's no right or wrong. As long as you're consciously breathing, you're doing yoga, so... Yeah. And I mean, too, I know for myself, it was like... I like more of a challenge, so I went for, like, hot yoga mm-hmm. and yoga sculpt, things mm-hmm. that kind of challenge my body in a way versus more of a flow. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like she said, do what you feel comfortable with, um, and that doesn't feel like, you know how you're working out and it feels like, oh, my God, I'm doing this because, yeah. you know, it's like I'm sh- just showing up to my mat to feel grounded or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it's a part of my life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I love that answer. Um, So how has yoga played a big role in your life? Um, It's probably, I can say, the thing that has shifted my life the most. So yoga has given me, like... it. Yoga has given me purpose. I believe it is my purpose in this world is to... I think every person's purpose in this world is to serve. Right. And my service is through yoga. Um, So for me, I've mentioned this yoga in my description. Yoga is self-love, self-awareness, self-discovery. Yeah. It's given me all that. I um, have played sports from 3 until 22, highly competitive AAU basketball, club volleyball, Mm -hmm. like seven days a week, 365 days a year. I had a lot of injuries. So for me, it's healed 
so much. Like, I wanted those, that high intensity still, but I literally couldn't run anymore. I would literally run myself to the ground. Really? So I wanted that high intensity, but yoga was the only thing that I could do that I could get that, like, beautiful, intense sweat. Right. And then at the same time, still my mind, like... Right. So that's physically, spiritually, it's connected me with my inner light, my soul in me. Um, yeah, it's just given me purpose. I really could talk yeah. about that for, like, an hour. <laughs> an so. hour, yeah. Yeah, we'll save that for another show. <laughs> right. But, and I mean, that goes right into the next question because a lot of people talk about, you know, yoga being a healing um factor for injuries and things of that mm. so you do find that to be true but what like experience have you seen like from teachings a teaching standpoint where mm-hmm. you've seen like someone other than yourself yeah great question I love that um I mean so healing and it was like physically and joints and stuff yeah well like I said if you because going like we have such a high intensity life nowadays. Right. You're in traffic, you go to work, you're under pressure. We have all these stressors. Like um, one of the docs here, Avo, say, we have more stress in 30 minutes of our life these days than our grandparents had in 30 days. Wow. Because we have like the phones and all this stuff. So our whole life is charged up. So when you get into yoga class, you're finally letting your body like unwind all these tension patterns. So right away, you're gonna experience unwinding of tension patterns. That's gonna um, lead to decrease in inflammation, decrease in injuries, injury prevention, decrease in recovery time from your other workouts. You're gonna sleep better. So um, a lot of people, like even I know with yourself and some of my other students, like you lose weight. Yeah. Inflammation, like that drops down because you're getting in tune, you're learning what your body really needs. Right. like I said, for sports injuries, like you're finally stretching your calves and your feet and your hamstrings. So people with ankle, knee, hip injuries, it's beautiful. Low back injuries. Um, one of my, many of my students when I was working at the chiropractic clinic said, I feel better after a yoga class when I do my chiropractic adjustments. And I love chiropractic and I think everyone should be in it. But at the same time, it's just as powerful. Like Right. This is just because yoga instructors don't have a doctorate. Like, this type of care is so healing to your body. Right. So, yeah, I love it. I love it. I really do. Like, the yoga talk has been (laughs) phenomenal. (laughs) Seriously, because everybody needs to know, like, because a lot of people, especially who are deep into spirituality, Mm -hmm. can't see past that part of it to not receive like the benefits Mm -hmm. and the grounding because like I tell people you know um I do believe in a higher power Mm -hmm. however um when you're so spiritual and you can't see like everything because I just didn't understand and I'm just being very transparent Mm -hmm. um on this podcast because if you know there's a higher power and he created the stars and the moons and Mm -hmm. you know the earth Mm -hmm. Why can't we worship them, not in a way of where we feel like they're our gods, Mm -hmm. but appreciative of the fact of, like, you know, full moons and Mm -hmm. things of that nature. Mm So why is that limited? Because if he's the creator of all things and we are all things as well, Mm -hmm. you know, why can't we have the same appreciation for ourselves, ourselves, the ground, the moon, Mm -hmm. you know, things of that nature. So um, I think it's very important to talk about it because people just, like, Oh, it's like this 
mystical, you know, you shouldn't do it, you're bringing people from the ground, like, you know, people have a negative attachment to yoga, yoga, Mm. because they think it's religious, they think it's like, you know, one of those things that you shouldn't be involved in, because it's like, you're worshiping something or somebody Mm. else that's not what they see as their higher power, Mm. And that's where we get to practice in the first um, couple limbs of yoga, non-judgment. Right. And compassion towards other people and knowing that, like, don't seek joy from other people. Don't speak, seek joy yeah. from the, another person worshiping the same thing you do. And it's, when I say worship, because if it makes you happy, do it. And, like, yeah. if no one's harming someone... We, we're all saying the same thing. We're just calling them different things. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> and you, like yoga union, you're learning that we are the trees. Yeah. Every single thing on this planet, including us, is made of earth, water, fire, ether, air. Right. Like, we're all made of the same thing. Yeah. We're just in different physical forms. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I love that you say, like, learning to really appreciate bodies and then other people's bodies because the same light in us is in the robin that's outside right (laughs) seriously and the person next to us that's saying a different word yeah and like I think what religion not spirituality but religion it separates us because at the end of the day I feel like we all believe there is a higher power Mm -hmm. like you said we just call it different things Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't mean spirituality, it was religion, because we don't, we feel like because you don't call this God the same God as the next person that, I guess it's a different man, I don't know, yeah, yeah. or woman, or yeah. however you see it, yeah, um, so, it literally, and it's like, learning, another part of yoga is detachment, yeah. detaching from someone else's words, like, yeah. being free from someone else's words, they're calling it God, one person's calling it he, one person's calling a woman, one right. person is calling Krishna, one person's calling Jesus. Like, yeah. I don't care what you call it. I know that I have this connection with something higher than me. Exactly. I'm going to call, I'm going to, like, say all of them. Right. Yeah. And that's I know so true. Krishna walked, or, like, Jesus walked, or, like, everyone came down. Right. And, yeah, and I totally feel it because it's just, like, like I said, it's appreciation, respecting people. Because mm-hmm. you don't call your mama the same thing somebody calls it. Yes, mom, mommy. Mom, mom. It's a yeah. lot of different ways that people, you Different know, languages. Yeah, so it's, like, when you put it in that perspective, hopefully it lightens or broadens people's um, want to want to discover other people's, mm-hmm. um, how they communicate, how they, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes. How they go about life, so. I love that. Yes. Now that our guests are a little familiar with this yoga talk, because we can go side track. <laughs> Bring it back. Let's talk about this vegan journey. What led you to become vegan? Mm. Still not there yet, guys. <laughs> you've done, though. You've got, you played with it, which is yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. yeah. I'm pescatarian. Yeah. So I got to go up this seafood. And you've done days vegan. And yeah. It's nice. Slowly not foreseen. Um, What brought me to veganism was, again, it was a similar time I found yoga, and I just started becoming, like, aware. I was 20 years old. I was, like, 
playing a college sport, like mm-hmm. very in shape externally. And, but at the same time, I was feeling fatigued. I had eczema pretty bad. Um, I couldn't sleep well. I was like, I'm literally 20, like an athlete. Right. I should not be experiencing these symptoms. So I actually had surgery um, right after my freshman year of college um, for my legs. And I had some time to watch some Netflix. So I watched a couple <laughs> of documentaries, um, Forks Over Knives, and yes. um, different, like, cowspiracy and stuff, but really forks over knives. And I learned that just by changing what you eat, you can change the way you feel. Right. Simple yet profound. Because this man, at this time, this was like seven years ago, six years ago. Right. When they thought type 2 diabetes was incurable, and now we know it's curable with lifestyle, with what you eat, exercise, thoughts, stress, how you handle stress. Um, He cured his type 2 diabetes, got off. He was on, like, 40 different medication. He got off all the medication just by going on a raw food diet for for 50 days. And I was like, what? Like, I was like, so if I can change the way I feel, if I don't have to have beef fatigued, eczema, just by changing what I eat, I was like, let me try this out easy. So I would go, like, two weeks raw vegan, like, just eat fruit, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. And then I was in college, and I'd be, like, drinking or eating oh, pizza, right, pizza right. on the weekend. So I was playing that yo-yo. Like, I was playing with it. And I noticed almost two weeks, I would drop weight. My inflammation would go down. I would feel so light. Um, I got the best mile time I ever ran, which is, like, 6.18 um, when we were in soccer training. And, like, I, it was amazing. And so I finally went overseas, went to Amsterdam, Netherlands, something about going seeing the world that came back I was like that's it I'm I'm doing it I'm turning 100% and now it's been five years oh my god and I've never felt better every year I continue to feel younger and younger that is amazing that is amazing I commend you because that's like it's not hard because when I gave up like beef and chicken and Mm -hmm. all of that that one month was like oh my god but now I can't even imagine, like, right? you know, eating chicken or beef or pork. And you look at it differently. It's like, no, okay. But now it's like, I know I can have that same willpower mm-hmm. with seafood. It's just doing it. Mm-hmm. And um, I gradually, you know, take it out of my diet. So it's yeah. like one thing after another, you know, like, okay, no more this, no more that, you yeah. know, so that I don't feel like I'm suffering. Exactly, and that's beautiful. I love that, and it's showing compassion to yourself, being like, I don't have to be perfect. Yeah. I can, I still had, the first year still had some fish, and right. then I was like, okay, I don't really feel the best. Now right. I'm going to go back. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So what would you tell someone who is transitioning into veganism? Is there a process they should take? Or? Yeah, number one thing is education. Um, you're You're not going to... The only way you give up something is to if you feel or taste a higher taste. And when I say higher taste, that can be not just like your taste sense. It's right. like higher knowledge. Okay. So until you know something higher, you're not going to give up something, that right. lower thought and right. that lower habit. So that lower habit without judgment saying a lower habit is cons- like believing that we need to harm other living beings for our satiation and for our satisfaction when right. 
there are millions of vegans living happy and healthy. So right. um, educate yourself. There's so many amazing documentaries on Netflix. Like I said, What the Health, Cowspiracy, Forks Over Knives. Right. Um, there is so many vegan Instagrammers that are like beautiful, inspiring. I just, that first year, I flooded my Instagram with vegan people. Right. I flooded my, um, like I got books. And start becoming around, like, look up vegan groups. Right. Especially in Atlanta, like, vegan populations pop in. Like, it there's is. so many vegan festivals, the Ravi, and they're so dope. Like, and there's so many restaurants as well. Yeah. If you're right. in Atlanta, Tassili's Raw Reality is my favorite restaurant oh my in Atlanta. Oh, Punani Rap. Seriously. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Those names are so interesting, yeah. but I so, love it. So, biggest thing, education and finding a I love it, Liz. And I mean, a lot of this other stuff we kind of covered as well. Cool. So I want to know, like, any last words or advice you would give to someone, whether it's pertaining to yoga, meditation, mm-hmm. vegan? Like, if no, how can they support you and follow you? Cool. Yeah, my biggest thing is try it. <laughs> yeah. Like, in both forms. <laughs> yeah, yoga and veganism, like, before you knock it or before you take it out of your life, like, again, if you've had a yoga experience and didn't resonate with it, come come take a class with me. Like I say, just give me one class. Right. And we can see how it goes from there. And yeah. um, for veganism, like, educate yourself and just tr- go to some really cool restaurants. Try it before you say no. Like, give yeah. yourself three days. Give yourself, do a seven-day vegan challenge. Do a month. Mm -hmm. Do it with a friend. Do it with your significant other. You're going to reap the benefits. Um, And so, yeah, I would just say try it. Educate yourself. And then where you can find me on Instagram, I'm at Bliss E-L-I-S-S-B-L-I-S-S. I teach at Avo Studio in Brookhaven, Atlanta. So our... Instagram is at Live Your Avo. We're on Facebook as well. Love it. Um, yeah, we're on Mind Body app. If you have that, you can book a yoga class on there. Come try a free week. Definitely, yes. we're offering a free week the whole month of August. So come utilize it. And it's life changing, guys. Like, I wouldn't <laughs> be talking or having someone on the podcast who, you know, I have not even given it a fair shot or at least my one. Yes. So Yeah, we've been doing yoga together now what a year? About a year now. Yes. Yeah. And it's it's life changing. Like even just in how I respond to people, interact or deal with people, it's like, okay, it has become a part of my life because mm-hmm. I know when I'm not doing yoga and when I'm doing yoga. Yeah. And like even watching T as a friend, as a student, and just your transformation from yeah. when we first met. Like, yeah. right? We, you were there for the first, yeah. I, I was your teacher you for the first teacher, week. Yeah. And seeing her transformation, not only physically, but confidence, um, the way stepping into your role as an entrepreneur, right. and like, yeah, just showing up in life. That's why teachers teach is to see yeah. that. Yeah, and it's a big, it's life changing. Like, so yes, guys, um, I want you all to try it out. I will put all of the information that Liz has given us in the show notes. 
And as always, remember to subscribe to www.intentionallyposh.com for upcoming episodes. Again, our Posh Pad Retreat is August 31st. Lastly, our 90-day dream course is now live. Sign up to receive private intense coaching as well as 24-7 support. You will learn how to ditch the worker's mentality to keep to running your business like a CEO. Social media strategies, and lastly, when to scale and how to to sell and grow. We thank you again for listening, and until next time, have a high-vibe, intentional week. Peace. Thank you again for listening to Posh Talks Podcast. This podcast was brought to you and sponsored by Women Living Intentional and Intentional Investments. Want to learn more about us? Check us out at intentionallyposh.com. And as always, have a high vibe intentional week.